Well, welcome to the Inspirational, Informational, and Transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. My name is Carl Valeri, and I'm your host today. And in this episode, we're going to answer the question, if you can make a living as a flight instructor in 2021. First of all, thanks to our patrons here at aviationcareerspodcast.com slash Patreon. We really appreciate uh, what you've done and also uh, helping us put forward the scholarships guides out there. And by the way, you can get a free scholarships guide by just going to aviationcareerspodcast.com slash free. And our sponsor of this episode is Spartan School of Aeronautics. Visit spartan.edu to find out more about how you can accelerate your career in aviation. It's established in 1928, Spartan College of Aeronautics and Technology is one of the nation's first technical training schools for aviation and pilots. Spartan College has trained over 100,000 pilots during its over 90-year history. With the purchase of 32 new Piper Archers, you'll train using the newest technology in the industry. To find out more, visit spartan.edu. Spartan College of Aeronautics and Technology will accelerate your aviation career and help you reach new heights. Well, again, in this episode, we're going to discover if you can make a living as a flight instructor. And the simple answer is yes. Let's go to a listener mail because that's the reason that we're talking about this today. And by the way, if you want to write into us, feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Again, that's feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. He says, Greetings. I got my CFI and my CFII right before we moved to the DC area in 2019, hoping to start teaching. But childcare and other expenses made it unaffordable to teach, and then COVID hit, and the local schools don't have the volume to support a full time transition to CFI for me. I will get there. And yes, you will get there. The question, though, in this and, and in, that comes in a lot for us is, can I make a living as a flight instructor in 2021? And that's a really important question. And yes, you can. So let's talk about why. But first of all, why I feel the jobs for flight instructors, excuse me, will be increasing in 2021. Simply, airlines are hiring again. So why are the airlines hiring even though they're not making money right now? Uh, it's all about the block hours. Block hours are simply how many hours they are flying. And, and what that means is that if they are flying more hours, then they need more pilots. That's simple, right? Uh, even if they're not making money right now. Many of the airlines have said they didn't expect to get this much money from the government. They weren't expecting uh, more stimulus and they did get it. So that's good. Plus individuals have been getting stimulus money. So therefore all this money is being pumped into the economy and it is helping people to actually go fly and it's helping the airlines uh, stay solvent right now. Uh, still in the future, uh, this has to be paid back. So that's just a caution there. The airlines will are, are maybe not making money, but uh, there are hiring pilots. We're back to that again, both the regional airlines and also the major airlines because we're back to flying more hours, even if they're not making money. Hopefully uh, in the summer, some of the airlines are talking about maybe going to a positive cash flow. And over the years, hopefully they will be able to pay off this debt. Um, another thing in the regional side, because that's really what's important to you, a lot of you, because the uh, majority of the hirings on the regional side, uh, people are starting to get called for training from their conditional job offers or CJOs. Uh, I actually have a listener mail from a coaching client I wanted to read to you. Very interesting uh, what he had to say 
about uh, about his journey uh, through the CJO process. And he said, uh, he, he writes, and by the way, you can write in at feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Say you have an inspirational story or you just want to tell us about what your experience has been. He says, I just wanted to take a moment and thank you. Today, I received a CJO from PSA, again, a conditional job offer. I wouldn't have been in the position for that to happen if it wasn't for your career coaching. I maintained my cadet status with Envoy all throughout last year, even after I was laid off from a large flight school. Envoy wasn't hiring yet, and they worked out a deal for cadets based on seniority to interview with PSA. You told me to do whatever I could to maintain the cadet status, and it paid off. Thank you again for the advice and all the great content you're producing. Well, I appreciate that email. And one of the things that is really important, a lot of people have been asking me this over the years, if I should give up my status in any of the cadet programs. And, I, and my consistency consistently was saying no. And the reason being is just for this, is that when things turn around, those are the first people they go to to bring into the airline. Uh, and also there's a lot of deals that are made because uh, at the CJOs, some of those airlines aren't even around anymore. But because they had CJOs, because these other airlines, some of them have gone out of business, they've been getting preferential hiring and preferential treatment at some of the other regional airlines. So something really important for you to know. For those on the major airline side, uh, we're seeing a lot of hiring start again. And that's uh, part uh, due to some of the airlines giving lots of leaves of absence and also uh, airlines actually allowing people to retire. It's, uh, this happens every time we have a furlough. People always ask me, how is it that they can be hiring even though they have people on furlough? Well, there are certain things called bypass rights on furlough and you, you don't have to come back to work. And plus, a lot of people decide to retire uh, early or retire. They retire during their furlough. So uh, that's another part of it. Okay, so that's part of what's happening here. Uh, the airlines are hiring Travel is picking up. We're seeing that, although it's nowhere near what it used to be, it's, there's more and more people flying. And certain airlines are hiring, just like in other times when we've had this happen. Certain airlines are hiring while uh, other ones have been furloughing. It all depends on the financial status and the type of client. We're seeing a lot in the U.S. as far as domestic travel is picking up, close and international travel is picking up, and hopefully in the future we'll see more international travel. So this is really exciting news for you as far as getting hired. Uh, I Really the most important thing that you look at is the hiring, especially as a flight instructor, because that's, that's what we're talking about here. So now we know why uh, things are moving forward. So let's talk about how to make a living as a flight instructor. First of all, you need more certificates to increase your audience. As a matter of fact, some schools won't hire you unless you have your CFII or your instrument instructor. Some schools won't even hire you unless you have your multi-engine instructor because that's all they do. They do multi-engine instructing. So it's important to get as many certificates as you can. Even though things are starting to move forward, and I know there's a lag right now because people are saying, hey, I don't see it in my market it's coming. Some of the people are starting to hire again. They're looking for flight instructors. The flight instructors that actually were uh, part-time or the ones that were actually in the roles to be brought in as a new in flight instructor or what, you know, they're waiting for things to pick up. Those are the folks that are going to start getting hired as people roll off and into the regional airlines. So we're just talking about the flight instructor level right now. Uh, for those of you coming out of the military, there are, is some good news right now because 
uh, again, since the pandemic, everybody's built up their hours and hopefully uh, you've been flying through this and now your hours to be more competitive uh, might be a little bit higher. A good example is when I got hired with the majors, uh, most of my class had about 8,000 hours, added 8,500 hours just to get on with the majors. Uh, and then that came down very quickly. So that's what we're going to see uh, in the future. Uh, people ask me, how many hours do you need to get in the majors? It's, it, you know, usually it's like 3,000 hours. There's exceptions, of course, if you're in some type of program or, you know, the chief pilot, that also helps. So to make money as a flight instructor, one of the other important things you need to do is network. Network, network, network. Make sure you do this for me. Make sure your LinkedIn profile looks good because a lot of employers will go to LinkedIn. Obviously, we're going to go to Facebook. We're going to go all over your social media and check out what you've been doing online. So again, be careful what you do there. But one of the things I've noticed is a lot of people don't have an updated LinkedIn profile. And it's really important to have that. And why is that? Because uh, to me, as a recruiter or somebody actually who helps other airlines recruit, I actually will send them their LinkedIn profile first. And there's a little button you can press on where you can download the actual person's resume. And that right there, if it's done properly, that LinkedIn profile is done properly, I can look at this as a resume. I don't even have to ask the person for their resume. And remember this too, is that all the recruiters, they're on LinkedIn. Uh, so that's another reason you want to be out there and have a good profile. I have some examples, but there's lots of stuff on the internet as to what you need to do as far as having a good LinkedIn profile. The only caveat as an aviation professional, especially if you're someone that's highly trained and has a lot of certificates, make sure you include those certificates in there uh, and make sure you include things like your FCC restricted radio telephone operators permit. Also, your, if you have your passport, what type of resident you are in the U.S., uh, again, most of our audience are U.S., but this goes for, for just about anybody in the world. Uh, another thing that you can do, of course, is find a course online and, or find a career coach that can help you build a profile. It's part of what we do here at our career coaching is we actually help people build LinkedIn profiles. Uh, but do, please do me a favor. Go out there and just check out your LinkedIn profile real quick and see what it looks like. Have a picture. Um, a lot of times I do this myself. I make sure that there's a picture out there. Uh, so that I know that they're a legitimate person. Make sure that picture is smiling and, and you're actually in, a, in an airplane maybe. You know, that'd be kind of cool. Also, the other thing I want you to think about besides just networking, networking, networking uh, in your LinkedIn profiles, physical networking, just walking around the airport saying hi to people and, and you know, wear a t-shirt, wear something that says that, hey, you're a flight instructor and just talk to people about aviation in general. That's a great way to get out there and, and get people to know you. Another part of this is marketing. Part of marketing is getting your business card out there. Maybe you'll want to make a, your own website. You know, there's LinkedIn profiles or put your LinkedIn profile on your card. Uh, the other cool thing about a website is you can include videos. You can do things like that. Something very simple to describe who you are. So that's part of that whole marketing. Also, this is a big one. And, and I think the recruiters are starting to realize this, have finally started to realize this. I remember doing a recruiting event years ago at Sun and Fun. Go to air shows like Sun and Fun. Go to air shows, Oshkosh, et cetera, or Air Venture, or the local air shows, because at those air shows, there's pilots. 
go figure. And those pilots are interested in aviation. And many times people are passionate about aviation that are also recruiters. We have an air show coming up at Sun and Fun. I'm recording this right before Sun and Fun. You can go to flysnf.org. And you actually listen to me all day long from 9 till the air show on liveatc.net slash snf. And that's why this this is our, our last podcast before the show and until after the show because I'm working there full time every day at the air show. And one of those things that's great about that is they have career fairs. They have a career tent. You can go out there and talk to recruiters. They actually have recruiters that get involved at the air show. So it's really important to go to air shows because that's where people that like airplanes are and are into aviation. A lot of airline pilots are there. Uh, and also some of the recruiters are there, obviously, if there's you know this, this type of thing going on as far as uh, events where you actually do recruiting. Next thing, as far as making money as a flight instructor, student retention. Remember this, customer's number one. The customer's number one. They don't have to always be right but they're always number one. Your main focus is your customer, is your client as when you're flight instructing. If you're a flight instructor and all you're thinking about is building hours, that's the wrong way to look at being a flight instructor. The most important thing you can do is to impart knowledge and teach a skill. That is what you're doing. Don't worry about the hours, just worry about teaching. The hours will come. So remember this, on student retention, customer is number one. That leads into the next thing, referrals. How do you get referrals? Well, if you do a really good job, then you're gonna get referrals. Uh, you, you don't even have to go out and do all these other things. If you're doing a great job, a lot of times you'll get referrals, especially in a bigger market. It's a little slower that way. You know, I remember years ago uh, when my dad was starting his business, he decided to join all these different clubs, go out there networking, etc., and after a while, realize, you know, I really don't need to do that. As the business builds and as you get a reputation, it can be just referral-based. As a matter of fact, you'll get so busy that it's just going to be referrals. After a while, people will be asking for you as a flight instructor, and you won't even have time to go out to some of these events. You're going to have to make time just to go to these events so you can meet some of the recruiters that are there for some of the airlines. Next thing I want to talk about as far as how you can make money as a flight instructor is this. Charge for all your time while you're teaching. Uh, so first of all, let's talk a little bit about pay rates, and then we'll talk about what I mean by that. Uh, pay rates starting are for a, a flight instructor at a regular flight school uh, or an independent start around $25 an hour. I know a lot of people say, well, that's way too low, and some people say that's way too high. Uh, and then it moves up depending on the flight school you're at. Uh, you're only paid while you're teaching. It's just like when you get to the airlines, you know, the rates look high, but you're only getting paid while you're flying. Uh, so think about that. So if you're making $25 an hour and you only instruct one hour in that day, even though you were sitting there all day waiting for a student, you only made $25 for that whole day. Uh, so one of the things that I like to base uh, my uh, estimates on, as far as estimates is how much you can make, is based on five hours a day five days a week to be conservative. That means you're actually teaching five hours a day, five days a week, and, and only 50 weeks out of the year because you need two weeks for vacation, right? If you were to do that and, and build up a business where you can actually make five hours a day, and that could be mean actually sitting at the airport five hours, uh, excuse me, 10 hours just to make that five hours. Uh, so, you know, in the beginning, it's going to be tough, but the most important thing is hang out at the airport to find those people. We do five hours a day, five days a week, 50 weeks in a year. That's $31,250 in a year 
once you build up uh, to that point, we have a lot of students. I know there's a lot of folks out there telling me uh, they're making a lot less than that. And the reason being is because they're, they're not as busy or they're in a marketplace that doesn't draw that many students. Maybe they're at a school which pays a lot less. Uh, but if you're able to teach eight hours a day and uh, in that the whole scenario, eight hours a day, which might mean you're at the school for 16 hours, <laughs> uh, but if you're able to actually bill eight hours in a day, that's equal to $50,000 a year. And I know instructors that are making that kind of money. I mean, they're out there, but they're the ones that are consistently getting referrals and they're consistently doing a great job. They're making their customer number one and they're doing a, a bang, bang up job as a flight instructor. Uh, another thing, I always like to go to the high end just to mention it. Uh, some uh, higher paid flight instructors can make up to $90,000 a year, but they're the ones in the top 10%. You're looking at the ones that are uh, you know, charging a lot more money. They're actually the ones that may be on social media. You see them all the time. They may have popular YouTube channels, etc. cetera. Uh, they're also the ones at the flight school that maybe even they own the flight school or that they're just that good and they're willing to pay them that much money and they're busy. Uh, some of these instructors make up to $75 a year. And by the way, some people will ask me, how about uh, flight instructing at uh, flight safety, et cetera? Remember, that's, um, those, the flight safety for the small planes, yes, we're looking at similar salaries. But when you're talking about the larger salaries, most of the time that's for the larger jets and for those airplanes like corporate jets and that type of thing. If that's something you want to do for your career, that's terrific. And that's an end goal. Uh, we're talking about making money as a flight instructor starting out. So that's, I want to make that distinction. Some schools, you're only looking at making about $20,000 a year. Uh, they pay low. They're guaranteed many hours uh, to build hours to get to the airline. So that's why they can pay so low. Uh, I still see this argument. It's like, hey, listen, you're going to make a lot of hours. Uh, you're not going to get paid for doing any type of ground school but you're going to build a whole bunch of multi-engine time and you're going to make it to the airlines. So uh, that argument stands. Uh, it's just like uh, some of these people are flying. Someone asked me this the other day, you know, what do you think about this flying for free? It's always how, and no matter what career you've seen that people will fly for free just so that they can build hours. Uh, that's up to them. Uh, they can do that. It's not very sustainable uh, because when you're working for free, you're not making any money. It's hard to pay your bills very logical. It's that, and it's that simple. Uh, so no, I, and, and you know, it puts pressure on other people in the industry. Uh, so don't go towards those organizations that have to fly for free. Uh, there's probably a, a reason for that. Also, another thing you need to do as far as making money as a flight instructor, do your research, uh, start asking your friends, ask the flight school, ask to talk to the flight instructors that are working at the flight school. That's a really good one because they can tell you how much they're making. Uh, so that's really important. If they're afraid to have you talk to other instructors there, might be something about that that you need to look into. So definitely ask some of the other instructors. Another thing I want to discuss, and this can get to be a bit of a sticking point, is, and I hear arguments on either side, but you should get paid for all the time that you're teaching, the whole time that you're teaching. If you hire a tutor, uh, say you're trying to learn the piano, they're going to charge you for the whole time that they're teaching you. Uh, in the flight instruction world, a lot of times we work for free and or schools expect us to work for free. That's something that I never did, but uh, you know there are a lot of schools out there. And what do I mean by that? Charge for your time pre-flight and post-flight as long as you're actually doing the pre-flight and post-flight. And then also charge for the time that you're in the simulator. If you're in a simulator and you're teaching somebody, you should be getting paid. And I get it, there's a lot of schools out there that don't. 
Uh, but if you want to make money as a flight instructor, you need to go to those type of schools uh, that do charge for ground, both pre and post flight and for the simulator time. Now, I, I want to just touch on something here because some people get angry about this is why are you charging for pre and post flight? Well, number one, uh, if you're actually doing pre and post flight, uh, then charge for it. When in my coaching, and I've been doing career coaching for decades. One of the things that I do is I keep track of the time in my head that we've been just talking socially. Um, not that part where I'm asking them their background, that type, that's, that's true coaching, but the part where I'm just kind of chit-chatting with them, uh, how is the weather, that kind of thing, I'm not charging them for that time. So a lot of times, like if I have an hour coaching session, I mean, it's a hard hour, you know, we're really coaching, then I'm gonna charge them an hour or more. But if I'm doing an hour coaching session and we start talking about airplanes, and that happens every so often, I start, you know, talking about airplanes with my coaching clients. If I'm doing it with a student, I start talking about airplanes or an air show, I'm not going to charge them for that time because that's my personal time. I'm a, that, that's us conversing about something. If I'm talking about lighthouses, you know I love lighthouses. I'm not going to charge them for the time that we're discussing lighthouses and that type of thing. So I'm very cognizant of what truly is an hour of instruction or an hour of coaching. And I really hope that you do that too because then you won't get these arguments of, hey, you shouldn't be charging me for pre and post flight and that type of thing. I know I'm going to get the comments about how, you know, my instructor uh, is sitting inside watching me pre-flight and they're charging me for, for that time. Uh, that you have to have a discussion with, with your school and your instructor. Uh, maybe the instructor is doing that on purpose. I know I've done that. I've actually, hey, I'm going to, I said to the student, I'm going to go inside just because I want to see what they're doing when I'm not there. And I'll peek through the window and see what's going on. Normally, though, I only charge if I'm out there with a student, and that means I'm out there either watching the pre-flight or watching the pre-flight from the window. Uh, I do that often, by the way. I do the I watch them uh, pre-flight from the window. So, by the way, if you're a student, uh, be careful because your instructor might be doing that. They might be watching you uh, from the window there. So these are some of the, the points that I wanted to make as far as how you can make a living as a flight instructor. Can you make a living as a flight instructor in 2021? Yes, you can. Follow some of these rules. There's some other tools I'd like you to look at. As a matter of fact, there's one book I highly recommend. The second book is my second recommendation. Number one is The Savvy Flight Instructor, Secrets of a Successful CFI. I have a link down below in the notes where you can actually uh, go there and purchase that. And by the way, if you do use that link, of course, money goes towards helping us out here with the podcast. There's another one called The Flight Instructor Survival Guide. It's, uh, it's a really good one. It's, uh, it's not quite as old as the, the other one, The Savvy Flight Instructor, but it talks about uh, the true, witty, insightful stories illustrating the fundamentals of instructing. Uh, but, you know, do me a favor, though. Make sure you take action now. Uh, make sure you, you actually go out there and use some of these tools I've talked about. Also, if you want to help your students make money or, or help you make money, help them get scholarships. And we have a scholarships guide. It's the largest one out there for aerospace, over 120 million. It's more than that, but we haven't really recounted since uh, we were 120 million a year ago. Uh, one of the things I want you to do is show them this resource for free. Tell them to go to aviationcareerspodcast.com slash free. That's a new part of our website. And it shows all the different sponsors that are out there that are helping people so that they can get a free scholarships guide. And if you want to help someone get a scholarships guide, it's really easy. Uh, become a patron of this uh, podcast or become an advertiser. But the Patreon account, for every $10 we raise, we put out a free scholarships guide. And you can find out aviationcareerspodcast.com slash free. And this is important too. And I, I know 
you think that I'm just out there trying to promote the scholarships guy, but think about this. Say you help somebody get a scholarship for like $7,000, $15,000 to get their rating. Uh, that's a lot of money, and that equals money to you because you're going to be the one that's out there flight instructing. As a matter of fact, a person that sponsored this podcast here, that's uh, Spartan School of Aeronautics. Oh, by the way, if you could, please go visit our sponsor, Spartan College of Aeronautics and Technology at spartan.edu, and you can find out more about uh, how you can make your aviation career take off. You know, Spartan College is committed to helping our next generation of aviators by donating 50 scholarships guides and uh, you can find out more aviationcareerspodcast.com slash free, how you can get one of those guides. Use the coupon code SPARTAN if you're interested in getting one of those for free. Again, please visit them at uh, spartan.edu, and you can also find out how you can make your career take off with Spartan. And by the way, if you see me at Sun and Fun, flysnf.org, I'll be there. You can listen to us on liveatc.net slash SNF. I will be interviewing Spartan. I'll be interviewing some of our other sponsors, our sister podcast, Stuck Mike Avcast. A lot of the different air show performers I've had on that podcast will actually be at Sun and Fun. It's one of the funnest things that I get to do every year. It's right here. I'm right, I'm right, just right over here, just two miles down the road. So I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, but most importantly, do me a favor. Uh, when you turn this off, uh, don't stop there. Uh, don't stop with, you know, I'm you know, listening to this and move on to the next thing, to the next item on your list for the day, grocery shopping or whatever. I want you to take action right now. I want you to do this. It could be something really simple. People ask me, you know, what is it I have to do? It could be reading. It could be doing something else. It could be thinking about what your next step is. You don't even have to move. You can just sit there and envision what it is you want to do with your career. That is something, that's action. Uh, I tell people, meditating, thinking, I do that a lot. You know, I go for long drives, I walk around the airport, I think about what I need to do next for my career and for my life. But the most important thing is, I want you to take action now and take one step today to move forward in your career and your life. Well, folks, I really appreciate your listening. I can't wait to see you at Sun and Sun, Sun and Fun. Oh, come see me over at uh, the radio station there. Uh, it's right near the Sunset Grill. It's in the middle of all the action there, right next to Honda Generators. If you can't go and you want to listen online, liveatc.net slash SNF. As a matter of fact, you, you can listen to that right now because we play all those interviews for the entire year. So if you want to get your fix of Sun and Fun, go to liveatc.net slash SNF. But again... Most important thing, take one step today to move forward in your career and your life. We'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying out there. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although hosts or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. 